Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Dave Ekman. Welcome to another edition of Elevated Conversations. I'm your host, Dave Ekman. Folks, we're going to have a little bit of fun here. It's on a Friday, about 5.30 in the afternoon, and want to lighten things up a little bit here, but really keep it relevant for uh, business and industry, and we talk about innovation. Uh, many uh, my friends and I, we uh, enjoy an occasional uh, bourbon here and there, and thought it appropriate that in this time when businesses are under a uh, threat, that innovation becomes more important than ever. And tonight, I've invited a friend um, that we've come to know in this community, at least some of us, that um, is down in the Madison area. His name's Joe Henry. Uh, he's got a company called J. Henry & Sons. It's Wisconsin's only uh, whiskey straight bourbon in the state. It is The corn is grown here. The mix is here. It's distilled in Wisconsin. It's a straight whiskey. And so we're going to be talking with Joe Henry tonight to talk about his story, about his innovation and his transformation in agriculture. And with me now is Joe Henry of J. Henry & Sons, uh, Wisconsin Bourbon. Uh, Joe, welcome, and thank you for uh, sharing your time with us tonight. Well, it's a pleasure being with you, Dave, and um, it's a beautiful afternoon, as it turned out, and um, we're getting busy on the farm as well right now. So, um, Yeah, the, um, the story, Joe, um, for many that, that know me, I enjoy a good bourbon, a rye, um, but right now what I have in front of me in, in a J. Henry & Sons Glencairn glass um, is your 10-year bourbon, mm -hmm. and when I and a few other folks were down uh, at your uh, place for a tasting when we were in, in Madison, and that was, you're in Dane, Wisconsin, I believe. Correct. And um, we heard your story, and I was, you know, I love, I love your bourbon, your product, but I love your story even more. And I think in this pandemic of where we are right now for businesses, I was hoping that you might be able to share how it is that you transformed from a young farmer, you went to college, and, and now you're making bourbon. Could you just mm -hmm. run through that for us? Well, sure. Um, it's kind of a uh, uh, a different kind of route to getting to where we got, I guess. Um, so we might, just a little bit of a background, my father uh was uh, a small farm. I don't know, it came from a small dairy farm just out north of Belleville, Wisconsin, a little town called Basco, a little area called Frenchtown. Henry is actually a French name, but the Henry settled there back in the late 1800s, and then um, so that's where he was from. Uh, and then he went to the University of Wisconsin, got a journalism degree, and traveled around the country doing uh, different uh, types of. Um, uh, ended up in D.C. for the USDA, and then, uh, but always apparently, I, you know, this is back in the day, but uh, he wanted to get back to the farm, and so ended up here back in uh, Dane, Wisconsin, purchased our home farm here in 1946, and at that time started raising hybrid seed corn, and so that's how uh, we got into the seed corn business, and uh, we still are raising seed corn. We farm about a little over 2,000 acres, primarily hybrid seed corn production. And um, so that's 
that's what we've been doing pretty you know since 1946 um i started uh out of college i came back to the farm in uh 2000 no 2000 1975 uh okay. came back and um really didn't have any intention of really being a farmer i got a finance degree so i was really looking at uh you know a little bit different um path <laughs> but uh in 1975 it wasn't a great economy and uh so there weren't a lot of great jobs most actually most of my classmates went to got mbas and the for one reason there wasn't much going on and um and that was kind of at that time your only route to uh, a decent job but uh i didn't really want to do that very much um so anyway i ended up back here and uh started um my father is was uh about ready to retire actually and he wanted to uh so we had to make some kind of decision um and so i decided to uh give it a shot and um i actually worked for another seed company for a while as uh uh for a couple years after school and uh before i actually got started you know producing seed corn um again so um so we did that or i did that until um well we're still doing it obviously and um so i uh so how we got into this bourbon thing is um uh kind of a um crazy idea that came to fruition it actually uh we went down to um there was an organization called the ADI back in about 2006 and they were kind of the one of the early organizations that were um this guy from California set up uh started uh for people that were interested in getting into the craft distilling business and that was kind of the time frame where craft distilling craft brewing kind of was you know kind of a um uh, kind of a thing you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I just uh, kind of thought, well, it might kind of be interesting to at least investigate it. And uh, we went on one of their um, annual meetings, um, probably one of their first or second ones, actually. We ended up in, uh, they had it at that year in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, which is, if you know anything about bourbon, Kentucky is, you know, yep. the heartland. Right. And, um, and uh, the trail, right? Yeah, the Bourbon Trail. We did part of the Bourbon Trail. It was pretty. That was kind of in it, in its infancy as well. So, the whole kind of Bourbon movement was, you know, kind of being reincarnated uh, after being pretty dormant. Uh, people's tastes were changing, and uh, so got to meet some guys that were, you know, uh, either in different phases. Either they had a distillery or they were investigating like I was or just kind of curiosity um hanger it's on type of thing you know yeah. quite a mix of people right so um but anyway I met some uh real good people some of which were from Wisconsin actually and uh came back from that and just had kind of got the bug and thought that um you know we um it might be something least to uh pursue and uh so that was kind of the beginning of it um right so now 
Um, what you make Wisconsin's only straight whiskey, correct? Well, uh, we there's other people making uh, whiskeys and bourbons now. Uh, I would say we were probably one of the first that. Um, uh, what I decided to do, uh, we took a little bit different route getting into this business. Um, I was noticing that um, a lot of the craft, uh, smaller distillers were building distilleries, which is great. Uh, and you can make, uh, you know, all kinds of great vodka and gin, but I didn't really want to get into that market. Uh, but the quandary is when you're making a whiskey or a good whiskey or a good bourbon is that, um, you know, you need to age it. And a lot of these whiskeys at the time, and still some are coming out in, you know, a couple of years or one year even. And um, so they really weren't doing it justice. And um, But the problem is when you build a distillery, you know, it's a huge investment. And um, you have to sell vodka and gin because obviously you can't, you don't need to age that. Right. And whiskey is kind of rushed out the door to, um, you know, generate cash flow. And so that was kind of what was happening. I took a little bit different route. I, uh, for, um, I got to know a real good distiller in Wisconsin, up in northern Wisconsin. And we uh, kind of came to an agreement where we would... Um, I would uh, have him do my distillation. We would raise all the corn, wheat, and the rye at the farm here, mm-hmm. ship it up to him, and he would do our distillation. I would bring it back. We would do all the aging and maturation on the farm here. And um, I committed to, um, you know, we would do this and age our spirit, uh, our bourbon, for a minimum of five years, which was a little bit unheard of for a small, you know, startup like ourselves sure. to, you know, wait that long. So that was, uh, it was good. So it was a long, uh, you know, so in two, December of 2009, we did our first few barrels and put them away and then um, just kept putting uh, more and more barrels away for the first five years. And finally, in spring of 2015, we finally had some really nice uh, five-year-old bourbon that we came out and finally got it on the shelf. So, yeah. That's kind of how the uh, how it started. It's a great product. Um, love the five year, and now I'm, I've got a the ten year in front of me here in, in mm-hmm. your most recent limited release. Um, you know, it's it's interesting, Joe, because I I make my way to and from Madison quite often, and as I would go to Madison and approach the forest, I always looked to my right and I said, I wonder what that is over mm-hmm. there, yeah. and and it grew. And yeah. another building, and and so that's your aging facility there. But so if people want to know, um, the the organization J Henry and Sons is in Dane, Wisconsin, and it's proximate to the uh, um, the forest exit um, as you go down. Um, Joe, so we're in this this pandemic, and and I think you were just talking about planting your seed corn, and you're making. Uh, a high a high level bourbon. Um, I can mm-hmm. tell you that there's a lot of people that love your product. What what are you seeing though in business? Are you are are things going well for you? Are you is there a supply chain issue? Are you encountering mm-hmm. any issues? Well, um, you know the farm the farming is uh, we raise seed corn, so uh, that's uh, it's kind of more of a specialty crop more or less. We do raise field corn and soybeans and all the wheat and the corn wheat and the rye for the bourbon. 
but the seed corn business is, um, you know, we're we're going to hopefully it's all a lot depends on weather and how things transpire. But it's kind of uh, for us right now. It's kind of farming as usual. I mean, we have to get ready for the crop, and mm-hmm. of course, we've got um, people here that you know we practice social distancing, and so it presents a few different challenges that we're not used to, but sure. um, we just kind of keep plugging away and, you know, the crop has to be planted and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of things keep going along. The bourbon business is a little bit different. Um, we have a tasting room on our farm. My parents, um, we, both my parents have passed away and we remodeled the uh, their home and it's now a tasting room on the farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we opened that in about, uh, I think it was fall of 2015. Of course, that's closed and been closed for, you know, a couple of months now. Right. So that's kind of, um, uh, you know, that's not uh, great, but um, we still, um, so our sales now are coming from our distributor. Uh, We sell in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Illinois. And um, so our distributor is still picking up orders, you know, every month and getting them shipped around those three states. And, you know, that business hasn't, um, I mean, it's stable, you know, mm-hmm. we're, our tasting room obviously is not generating anything, but uh, people are still enjoying um, themselves and oh, drinking yes. at home. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, uh, if you spend any time on Facebook, you'll see everybody's having these little, um, <laughs> You know, cocktail lessons at home and, yeah. uh, you know, trying to socialize that way. So, um, so it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not great. It's not like it was, but it's going, it's going well as, you know, it's going well as can be expected. Sure. Yeah. And so I would just encourage my friends who, uh, like bourbon, um, mm-hmm. to, to try your product. It's, it's a stellar product and, uh, I enjoy it tremendously, as do my friends. Um, so one last question, you, you, your, your folks started the farm, you took the farm, you've got two sons in the business now. Yeah, my, um, oldest son, Joe, uh, Joe Z, we call him, um, he, he went to the university as well and then, uh, ended up in Chicago, um, with an insurance company and, uh, had a, you know, a good experience down there, you know, for a young single guy, Chicago's a fun, fun town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, he joined us about uh, two years ago, and he does our sales and marketing. And um, he's becoming a really uh, – he's got a very good palate, and so he does uh, a lot of our nosing and tasting and does um, uh, helps us do our blends for our small batch um, product and then chooses um, our single barrel uh, cast strength patent road. And he actually uh, put that um, – what you're drinking right now is actually um, something that he put together. We're going to release that every year. It's an anniversary. So that was in celebration of our 10th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And it's a blend of um, six and um, so some of our oldest barrels at the time. He put that together in December this past year. And um, so he's getting to be a, a great blender and taster as well. And um my youngest son, we haven't quite corralled him back yet. He just graduated from uh, the University of Wisconsin as well okay. this uh, December. 
And um, so he's working, um, uh, actually he's working for Epic in uh, Verona, Wisconsin. And um, so we're going to give him a little rain and hopefully he, we can convince him in three years to come, come back and, sure. and join us. Yes. Liz is, uh, of course, my wife. Mm-hmm. She's very uh, talented in marketing and um, uh, oh, in yes. marketing and promotions and things. And so she's been... Uh, She's very involved in that as well. She's very good. She does the, the tours and the education very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a true family business. Pretty special. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to thank you for your time and sharing your story. It's really important. Um, I enjoy your product. My friends enjoy your product. And I encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast, you're from Wisconsin, or if you're just passing through and you're on I-39 heading out of Madison North um, towards Wausau or the cities, Drop in at Jay Henry um, when you can, obviously. I'm hoping that comes sooner than later, Joe. Um, yeah, we're hoping we've got our fingers crossed. Uh, right. You know, hopefully, well, hopefully we can't say, right? But <laughs> Right, right. Just, uh, so, Joe, I want to thank you uh, for your time. And, um, I, you know, take uh, be safe with your family and uh, keep doing what you're doing, plugging away. Yeah, you as well. It was great talking to you. And, um I look forward to hoping, uh, hope, hope to see you soon. Oh, absolutely. I go down there quite often. My kids are back up this way from Madison right now. Uh-huh. So oh, great. Uh, when we great. get them back down there, I'll, I'll make sure when I can stop by, I will. Mm-hmm. Great. All well, right. enjoy talking to you. Yep. Thank you, Joe. Yes, sir. Yep. Bye-bye. That was Joe Henry, uh, the uh, owner of J. Henry & Sons, family-owned business down in Dane, Wisconsin, doing really special things. Uh, with corn and rye and making uh, a great Wisconsin bourbon. Thank you for joining us uh, this evening for this podcast. This podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce.